Go ahead. Can I go now? Uh, it's not. not your birthday. <laughs> they said we need intro music. Oh, oh. God. But it's not. We can't use that as our intro music. <laughs> oh. We will, well, we probably would never get sued because they would never notice. No. Well, well, the dozens and dozens of our friends out there might. Oh, my God. Who is that dude that followed us on SoundCloud that made the electronic music? Mm. Hold on, let me look him up. Okay. okay. I'm Elaine. Welcome back to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. Action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that in our opinion have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick. On the podcast! Is Carly's pick. Hey. Hi. It's 2020's The Way Back. Starring? Ben Affleck. The Ben Affleck? Yes. Batflack? From The Accountant? Did you guys yes. see The Accountant? Nope. No. Oh my god, Tony, you have to see that movie. It's really good. I think okay. it might have the same director as oh. this movie and Warrior. It it kind of has a similar kind of, well, maybe not. It kind of makes me think of Frailty a little bit. Because okay. there's a little bit about fathers and sons and raising sons that may not be normal. It just... I think you'll like it. It's not that much like Frailty. Hey, you know Nobody what? digs a pool in the rain. <laughs> or in the rain, but... You also don't drive a motorcycle no in the rain. No, Hold there's on, no demons either, but... What am I doing for Carly's birthday? Ooh, I have a movie picked for Carly's birthday. Okay. You're supposed to be finding the gentleman that followed us on SoundCloud. I got distracted. <laughs> we, had, right. we had a new follower on SoundCloud, and we checked out his page, and he makes... really makes, cool electric music. Oh. And I was going to say, we should mention him on the podcast and tell him that if he wanted to make intro music, we would use it and play it and talk about him on every All podcast. Right, well, calm down. <laughs> How do you find I, followers on here? I don't know, man. Dude, I couldn't tell you the last time I went on SoundCloud. But we can't remember. So... Because we'll we're find terrible. you, dude. You're screaming at us. <laughs> well, maybe he does Was it real lies? Maybe. Perfect promotion? I don't know, dude. Perfect promotion feels right. All right, well, is, it, is it user 93648? I don't think so. <laughs> is it ladiesman217? No. Is it Magnolia fan? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let's give a shout-out to some of our other ones. Gina Ryan, how you doing? Jade Bryant, what's cracking, homie? <laughs> no, there's actually a bunch here. If we don't get to you, I was just kidding. Here's one, that, here's one you might know. It's Audra. Oh, hi, what? Audra. <laughs> Planet Horror. Is a friend of yours? No. Maybe. <laughs> Actually, I think that's another podcast that was listening to. I think we should start just randomly giving shout-outs to some of the the friends here. It's not a... I tried to whenever they gave us any kind of likes or saying hey, about us for a while. your sister Emily. Oh. <laughs> See, but they, that just means they follow us. It doesn't mean they actually listen. Emily, you should listen more often. We talk about you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I also right. want to give a big shout-out to Aquaman. Aqua Spaceman. Aqua Spaceman? Aqua Spaceman. Oh. So it was Aquaman. Like okay. the Aquaman? Uh-huh. It's not the Jason Ocean Man. Master? It's not Ocean. No, he's the Aquaman, not the Ocean Man. It would be Ocean Master if he was the Ocean Master. Aquaman is the Ocean Master. He does have a really it's cool... He's not the Grocian Master. He's got a really cool picture Anywho. of his thing, though. <laughs> oh, sorry. See, this is what happens when you're like, oh, find that guy that's following us. I don't know how interesting this is going to be to listen to. <laughs> is that going to be... It will be for them. Unless you're one of the people who was named there, I suppose. Aquaman is like, yes! Audra, was his conversation worth... The extra day it took us to record and then post this episode. 
hit me up. Oh yeah, we are sorry about them it's posting totally it late. Fault. It is totally. My We're fault. not blaming Carly, but it was her fault. <laughs> this week it killed me. But, uh, but then we resurrected her. Yeah. And here we are. It's all bad. Tell us a little bit about this movie. Oh, yeah, this movie. This movie was written by Brad Inglesby. Mm-hmm. Inglesby. Who also wrote Mayor of Easttown. Never which heard is of it. A, it's a popular show. A popular show yeah. right now. Um, and Run All Night. Oh, I saw that. I have that. That's a pretty good movie. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I really don't is know. Is it? <laughs> Directed by. It's Welcome. got the guy from. Uh, it's got um, Rick Flag in it. Oh. Boom! Now you're in. That is. That great. guy is boring. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you say? Like like toast. That dude is like, <laughs> like toast. And not and not the good kind with jam. Yeah. He's like butter toast. I I don't even know if there's butter. That dude is no boring. butter. It's like plain dry toast. <laughs> no offense, fans of his. I like. I watched him. an interview once, and I was like, "Oh my god, this dude is putting me to sleep." He was in a show. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember the name. He had a. a it was um, kind of like True Detective. It was in that same kind of vein, where him and another a lady cop were looking down for a killer. Okay. And it was three seasons long. The first season was super good. Second season was. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. Third season, I just didn't watch. Yeah. But he was in it. He was really good in that. Well, maybe he's he can be a more interesting actor, but when when I've seen him in interviews. <laughs> Some people are just toast. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All right. Anyways, directed by Gavin O'Connor. Welcome back to the podcast from Warrior. He also did The Accountant. Yeah. Carly's (laughs) sleeper hit of the podcast. (laughs) He also directed... I did not expect to like this movie. It was awesome. He also directed Miracle. Miracle. The hockey movie? Yeah. He likes a sports movie. Evidently. <laughs> I've I've seen that. So he's I done basketball, don't fighting. Know when, but hockey. I think I watched part of that on TV. I think TV next once. he'll do rugby. Maybe. You think you watched part of that on TV once. Look, I remember <laughs> As in I watched it and she was in the room. I just I remember Kurt Russell. A lot of people do. Famous <laughs> like, guy. He was in this like, movie called Tango. Like, no, and I remember Gish. that Kurt Russell. Like this. I don't know. It just looks so familiar. I think I might have watched that. I think that's the movie Ben was watching. Ben was doing this anti-Russia thing where he was watching all the movies where we beat Russia. Oh, he watched a whole so lot of Rocky, like Rocky IV. Four and stuff. Yeah. But I think Miracle was one of the ones. Did he watch he Rambo 3? I don't know. I have that. An yeah. anti- well, Ben, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, watched, there's just no uh, way to Red find Dawn, out. I think. <laughs> oh, Red Dawn is awesome. Bunch of them. The old one or the new one? No, the old one. I don't, yeah. I don't count the new one. That one doesn't exist. It I, does exist. I saw the new one in the theater. <laughs> Me and a friend I of mine, we walked out like, nope, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Because the problem was is that it wasn't a bad movie, but the first one was so good. Yeah. I saw that in the theater with podcast guest host DJ. Wow. All right. And some other people. And we made a lot of jokes about Pink Knight and Red Dog because we did not love it. Anyways, (laughs) we are starring Ben Affleck. Welcome back to the podcast. Whoa, how many things has he been in? He has been in. This will do three, four. This will be his fifth appearance on the podcast. Suicide Squad. Yep. Armageddon. Chasing Amy. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he was basketball player in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) He was dubbed over. I don't think that counts. (laughs) We did Batman versus Superman. Yeah, we did. Oh, did we? Yeah. Yeah. Did we do Dogma? No. no. Not yet. I've thought about doing it, but... I've also oh, thought should. about doing it, but I don't think it... Well... No, it qual- all of Kevin Smith's movies qualify because none of his movies make any money. Um, I think that was his biggest movie. Maybe Clerks probably doesn't. 
The first one? I forgot yeah, that They made that for like 20 bucks. I know. Well, <laughs> it's got a 62 Metacritic. Let's, like, so this what what scenes are we going to use? Uh, my house, where <laughs> yeah. I'm working. Well, it's not a lot of editing. It's like we got it. Well, try. Dogma had a budget of 10 million, and it made 31. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just Rotten Tomatoes. I bet the Metacritic on that is like It's 62. Mm. I just said it. I have looked into it. I wasn't before. talking to you. I was talking to Tony at the time. I didn't catch it. Anyway, Pay more attention. Stop tuning me out. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I missed that. All right. His assistant coach is played by Al Madrigal from the About a Boy TV show. I which I haven't one. watched, but there's a lot of episodes and he's in them all. Wow. <laughs> then... Angela is played by Janina Gavankar from the Sleepy Hollow TV show True Blood and the League. I watched there was a Sleepy shows. Hollow TV show? Yes. It's okay. <laughs> it's not great. How was that a TV show? What did they do? They gave the, uh, a lead investigator from whatever, the 1800s. Comes it wasn't it to our time. Thing? Oh, to our time. It might be. And, he, and, they, and they do that and stuff like that. Uh, it's kind of to dumb. To our time? It, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be real effective. Yeah. He's like, what uh, is this thing called electricity? Mm-hmm. Why is it working? <laughs> it had to be the devil. We might go get the leeches and we'll exercise him. <laughs> His sister Beth is played by Michaela Watkins. Welcome back to the podcast. She was in Enough Said. Mm-hmm. She's also in The Unicorn and Casual. Mm. A lot of TV. That old hit. Like, is it called The Unicorn and Casual or The Unicorn? No, they're two separate things. Okay. <laughs> something called The Unicorn and Casual sounds like it might be interesting. <laughs> Brandon is played by Brandon Wilson. And he was Darnell in one episode of Reba. <laughs> nice. She's a single mom. Works real hard. Right here. She loves her kids. And that's the kind of co- that's the kind of little known fact you come here for. <laughs> you know what? No, other than Imogen Poots, it was so, no one gets more respect. It was than Reba. so funny. I, one of the drivers that I worked with or whatever, he was like uh, trying to tell me about. Fuck, I can't remember the name of the show now. But there was a show that's on. Um, like HBO or Showtime or something. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of their big shows. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to explain to me who the guy, the main kid in it was. And he's like, you've seen him before, man. He kept going, going. He goes, all right, this is weird. But have you ever seen that show Reba? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I mean, I've seen a couple episodes. He was like, it's the it's the son in it, Van. I was like, oh, I think I remember him. <laughs> I he think was, I remember Tony's playing off. He's got the Van poster so in his room. room. That was so funny. Have you ever seen a show called Reba? It was Sick so, Mama Works Real Hard? Yeah. I, I was dying, man. I was like, I can't believe you just asked me that. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't know me then. I'm the you? person that watched Reba. <laughs> it's me. I'm the one. Uh, you Marcus. Here, you're like, I'm such a fan. Oh, my music? No, no TV show. Never heard a song, but except for one. Except for the one. <laughs> All right. Mel- Marcus is played by Melvin Gregg, who was in Nine Perfect Strangers. And Sharknado 3, oh, hell no. <laughs> I have never seen any of the I Sharknado. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't cause... either. I've never watched one. I know Ian Ziering is in them. Yeah. And Tara Reid. Yeah. And that still it motivated me to want to see it. Wow. I don't know. The first one is supposed to be fun think, to watch. I think like the first one and the fourth one are supposed to be good for something. It's, well, it's a tornado full of sharks. I'm out. Mm. No, it's really funny. No, it's not. I did want to see mm. Zombie Tidal Wave, but I haven't watched that yet. <laughs> See, the names are funnier than I think the movies are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Father Divine was played by John Alleyward. Welcome back to the podcast from Armageddon and mm-hmm. Gangster Squad. Ooh. He was also in ER. That's what I recognize yep. him from. <laughs> the older priest. Yep. Yeah, I recognize him from Gangster Squad. Uh, Kurt, um, his sister's husband, 
was played by Todd Stashwick. Welcome back to the podcast from The Rundown. And he was also in the originals and the 12 Monkeys TV show. I didn't know that. It was a 12 Monkeys TV show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where the fuck was I? It was on Sci-Fi. Yeah. Siffy. It was on Siffy. Siffy, yep. Um, Which, sure. why they thought that spelled Sci-Fi, I'll never know. Because yeah. it was Siffy. It's not about doing 12 Monkeys. Well, it was S-Y. The movie? I haven't seen that in a really long time. I don't think it makes much sense. I don't think I've ever seen it. And then the last person hey. I mentioned, Doc, is played by Glenn Turman. Welcome back to the podcast. From? From Takers and Gremlins. Oh. <laughs> he was Roy Hansen in Gremlins. I wrote that down because y'all might know that. Gremlins. The <laughs> real movie about women empowerment where a, a, a married mom worked real hard. <laughs> Fucking took out three gremlins in five minutes. She, that, ha- she handled some monsters. That lady had seen some shit already. Her husband was a terrible inventor. Yeah. Right. Like, she was and probably we, who you want to have was, back. She was always calm in a crisis because there was always a crisis in that house. Like, they well, talk about, your who's hus- on your zombie uh, survival squad? Her. In Imogen Poots. When your husband goes away on a convention at Christmas, <laughs> there's problemos in that yeah. relationship. She had some yeah. anger. Did you see the way she stuffed that gremlin <laughs> in the microwave? Yeah. I feel like we should watch gremlins now. <laughs> I'm okay. Pause this. I need to bring uh, Monster Squad over next time I come over. Watch mm-hmm. Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Never heard of it. No? I heard the police there are pretty tough, though. That's what I hear. Like, if on I your zombie apocalypse squad, yeah, you gonna bring them fuckers, too. <laughs> I'm in the club, aren't I? Yeah, no fear. I'm in the goddamn club. And you, no one looked as cool as a 12-year-old smoking cigarettes, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't think those words mean what you think those words mean, sir. Like, when I, remember watching that when I first saw it? I was a little kid, and it didn't seem out of place that a, a juvenile was smoking. But then you watch it in your 40s, you're like, why is he smoking? How old were you when you started smoking? I don't want to talk about that. I don't smoke. <laughs> I quit years ago. I was about his age. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Killed a couple of vampires and then stopped smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, when I stopped slaying vampires, no point. All right. Well, you haven't enjoyed a cigarette until you kill a vampire and then light one up. Why are you killing vampires? We I, need to capture one to keep Tony alive forever. <laughs> to keep Tony alive forever. Apparently, I'm dying. <laughs> We're all We're dying. dying. <laughs> I knew it was going to be. That's really great that we all did it together. <laughs> all right. Well, according to Wikipedia, because it wasn't on IMDb, the budget was between twenty-one and twenty-five million dollars. Somewhere around. Somewhere there. in there. There's three million dollars floating around. Who the fuck knows where it went? That's yeah. the beer budget. Ah, uh, that was the beer budget. <laughs> Worldwide gross fourteen point seven million. Wow. And, uh, well, this came was, out during uh, it COVID. It came out in March of 2020, which it, is when they closed all the theaters. So, yeah, yeah this, okay. they came out and then everything closed. So it yeah. wasn't like, oh, this was a terrible movie. It's like, well, they didn't let anybody go see it. We don't it. know. And then the movie theaters opened three years later. And then we're going to bring it, be like, all right, yeah, go see the basketball movie. No. 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 Um, and it has a 66% on Metacritic score, an 84 tomato meter. Audience score is also 84 so we're going to watch this movie and John's pulling and we're looking at it and he goes this is one of the fucking movies where Carly picks it but it doesn't qualify but she can't be bothered to look and I'm scrolling and I'm like no didn't make it anymore <laughs> <laughs> like everybody loved this fucking movie <laughs> the people that saw it although although speaking of Bob Pizza 83490 oh yeah oh, Bob, Bob Pizza said could have been an okay movie. The movie itself was okay, not great, but with Ben Affleck involved, it's just unwatchable. Aww. His self-righteous smug attitude shines through in everything he touches. 
He embodies everything that is wrong in Hollywood, and he is so out of touch with the rest of his viewing audience that he doesn't know what they want anymore, so he just does <laughs> things his way, and it shows. If that works for you, great. You might like this movie. <laughs> wow. Which is so funny. I watched him in an interview Why not too long ago. Ben? Yeah. And he was, they were, the guy was asking him about his stuff, and he was just like, man, he goes, I don't give a fuck. You know, he goes, half the people hate me, half the people love me. One year they hate me, one year they love me. He goes, I don't give a shit. I just make what I want. Good for I him. Don't, I don't understand why people hate him, though. Mm. Because at some point, the world decided you can either like Ben Affleck or Matt Damon. You cannot like them both. <laughs> but I do. If they jumped think... on the Matt Damon train, they're like, fuck Ben Affleck. It's like, I, I I, they're still friends, right? <laughs> and then I think some of it might have to do with people. I don't know when the Ben Affleck hate really started, but a lot of people love Jennifer Garner and had a big problem with him when they split up. But I don't follow that that shit, so it doesn't matter to me. (laughs) Is he still back with J-Lo? As far as I know. Oh, good for them. But as we stated downstairs, I don't follow that shit. I didn't know that Jason Momoa and his wife got back together. Well, you know what? (laughs) I can't even say 100% that they did. That's just what I got via my Facebook. Via somebody that's on my Facebook friends list that I don't talk to and haven't spoken to in like three years. Wait a minute. I just had a thought. You know who might know this? Aquaman. Jason Momoa? I was going to ask our listener. Aquaman. Oh. Aquaman well, might have this information. Is it Aquaman or Aquafan? It's, no, it's Aqua. Spaceman. Anyways. Aquafina? No. On the oh. other hand, Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. The Captain Jack the Sparrow? Captain Now I want to watch Sparrow. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> you have it? They're all pretty good. No, they're not all pretty good. They're <laughs> all Not four. Four's okay, real bad. Four's real bad. No, no. The first trilogy is the only ones that count. Anything after that can fuck a dick. But five was pretty good. Can great. fuck a dick. <laughs> I was playing the playing game with some Russian girls. That's what most people do. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's not allowed on anymore? Why? Because uh, he's Russian? That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, because Russia shut Facebook and... Um, and Instagram off. I've seen a lot of... So he can't get on the game We were all talking about it. game with is gone. Because apparently Aww. he flew against a bunch of people. And they were like, oh, no Ivan Russian anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's weird. People are like, you know, fuck all the Russian people. It's like, I bet a lot of those people aren't on board. Well, we but, talked about that at my job. I'm like, a lot of things that America does, we're not on board with. What makes you think every Russian is like, yes, well, let's no, Ru- do this. Putin, Putin did that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, P- no. well, Putin shut off Facebook so they could only yeah, get yeah. the Russian opinion. But, like, there was this big article about um, Russian MMA fighters and how they shouldn't be allowed to fight. Well, they so, first the of all, most of them don't live in fucking Russia. <laughs> Second of all, it's not like they're going to barbecues with Putin yeah. and getting to make fucking decisions. They might be going to barbecues and Putin, but that's different. <laughs> but, or with <laughs> but you know who does hang out with Putin was Steven Seagal. Evidently, people are pissed off at him. I'm like, I get that. But, Burning like, Jim if Biden oh. decided to enter this war, it's not because I called him up and was like, hey, Joe, I want you to drop some bombs on Russia and start World War Three. Allegedly. Then he would, then he would say, Siva did with the thing. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an article that his approval rating had went up after his State of the Union, and I was like... Oh, what's it happen now? 37? No, it went up into the 40s, and I Whoa. was shocked. <laughs> All right, so... Captain Jack Sparrow. I never actually read this yep. review. <laughs> Wait, but you picked the review and don't know Why what it said? No, I mean, I mean, I never read it. I said who it was from. Because we, we started talking. Oh, okay, got it. Back to Captain. Right. 10 oh, out of 10. Well. 
to the dumb fucks who gave this movie a low review. This isn't a sports movie. This it's isn't a movie pizza. about basketball. And this isn't a movie about redemption with regards to sports or basketball. This movie is more than that. <laughs> For you small-minded adolescents that can't get that through your immature minds, please stick to your Marvel movies. The reason I gave hey this now. movie a 10 is because it's going to help a lot of people with real-world issues who watch it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no. he's like, it's about alcoholism. It's not about basketball. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, we'll get to that. It's but. about a parents that lose their kid, and he has a hard time processing this information, like you would. Yeah, imagine. And he doesn't handle it well. You give the man some slack. Mm-hmm. All right, well, what do you think going <laughs> in the lane? Um, what do I think? <laughs> I, I was like, I don't really like Ben Affleck. I like sports movies. This would be good. <laughs> what about you, John? I thought Batflack. I like Batflack. <laughs> I'll see it. I like. I watch anything he's in. And you like this director? I do like this director. I didn't know who the director was until you said so. <laughs> Full disclosure: I just found out that he directed another stuff. <laughs> All right, Tony. I was like, I like Matt Damon. You guys can burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I, I watch anything you know Ben Affleck's in it. Like most of the stuff he's done, at least that I remember. So yeah. yes, that new movie with Matt Damon, whether it's the old yeah, like things, will like that, that wasn't very good. He said it was alright. The problem was that it, it was an interesting premise: is that they have the same stories told by three different perspectives. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. But each perspective was like an hour. I'm oh. like, all right, I've seen this fucking thing. I know what happens. Yeah. They have slight changes, and it's like, okay, I get it. Mm. Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be fast. Yeah, those should have been like thirty minutes. Let's go. <laughs> All right, well, this movie opens and quickly establishes that the main character, Jack, is an alcoholic. We see him drinking at work. We see him drinking on the drive home. We see him drinking in the shower. We take yeah, him to the bar in the with shower him. A I was like, that motherfucker's so, hardcore. So at Christmas time, when they have all those stupid gifts that, like the white elephant gifts, which please don't ever buy those. No one wants that. <laughs> um, they always have every year. They always have these suction cup beer can holders and suction cup wine glass holders for showers. And it's just, and I'm always like, who's fucking drinking in the shower? Now, I understand sometimes you take your bubble bath and you get a glass of wine. Still, I'm not drinking in the bathroom because (laughs) that's where people drop a deuce. (laughs) No, no, no food or drink in the bathroom, people. Drop a deuce. But... I just like, but like for a glass of wine, at least you think bubble bath. Yeah. But I don't know any man, and if this is you, I don't need to know. I don't know any man who takes a bubble bath with his can of Miller Lite. <laughs> yeah, who would do that weird shit? I, I mean, I regularly have a glass of wine when I take a bath. Because it's not it's Miller Lite. I, <laughs> I know, but I, I got a book. I got a glass of wine. I got a bottle. I got a hard no food or drink in the bathroom rule. Okay. I'm so. not eating in the tub. There are people. There's. I listen to a podcast Everybody's where there's a, like a there's an work. ongoing debate about a bath meal. Can you eat a meal while you take a bath? No, no. you cannot. That's gross. How, how long are you taking a fucking bath? Man? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. We can't wait least, twenty minutes. Well, women in Chandler will take a bath for like forty five minutes. Really? The water, the water gets, gets cold. cold. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you have to drain some. Of I wish that hot. we. Really? Yes, yes. That's how you do that. <laughs> but she's against the hot tub. <laughs> I wish we had a deeper tub so I could actually take baths, but it, our tub is too tub. shallow. Oh. I was going to say, 
I was going to call out some more about that lady in the red shirt at the movie theater that I went in the bathroom afterwards, but I'm going to let it go. I'll okay. tell you guys. She peed on the yes. floor. What? <gasps> All right. So <laughs> I go into the bathroom after the movie. Okay. Really there is a woman in a red shirt that's coming out. I hold the door for her because she's carrying her leftovers. She took them in the bathroom with her, by the what? way. What? What do you do? Was Leave she them alone? But, <laughs> yeah, well, I have, no, I have no idea. But I held the door because she had her leftovers with her. When you hear this, But you then think, yeah, when I go alone. into the bathroom, there's only one free stall. So it's the one she came out of. <laughs> I open it. She has pissed not, all, not only all over the seat, but all over the floor. How do you know it was her? She was the last person in that it stall. It could have been like that before she got in there. There's no way she wouldn't use it. <laughs> there's no way you would even hover over that seat without putting down a layer of toilet paper. So this lady brought food into the bathroom and peed everywhere. Everywhere, all over the seat, you all sure she wasn't over like the floor. A shape-shifting dog or something? I don't know. Maybe, maybe she shape-shifting dog. Dog would do that. Maybe she had other equipment and it just went all other over the place. Equipment. Nope, she's not a shape-shifting dog. There was leftovers. That's true. But I would. <laughs> Not a doggy bag. I don't want to call it a doggy bag because my dog would not leave leftovers. But whatever. But she took her leftovers in the bathroom, in a public restroom, and that grossed me out. I did not pee in that stall. I waited for someone else to finish. Yeah, no way, dude. But I was really upset. So Captain Jack Sparrow, right? Yeah. All right. You savvy? So... Oh, he's a regular both at the bar and the liquor store. Yes. He goes to his sister Beth's place for Thanksgiving. His mom recently has moved in with Beth and her family, and Jack seems to... Not want to be there. Yeah. I feel like this... <laughs> but he's like, he seems like he's more comfortable with the kids than with the adults. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, I'll hang out with y'all, I'll tell you well, some It seems stories. like he really loves his... <laughs> niece and nephew. His niece and nephew. But he doesn't really want to go and hang out with the grown-ups. Um, that night, he gets upset because Beth brings up that people are worried about him and see his truck at the bar all the time. And he's like, so I have a drink after work. And uh, I, have a, I have a hair. <laughs> Are your paws okay? Um, he doesn't understand. Oh, the way he's got him bent down oh, like that? I don't know. <laughs> Angela has also called Beth and is worried about him and wanted to check in on him. And he's like, well, why doesn't she just call me? And then he goes upstairs. He's got a point. And he calls her. He's like, hey, bitch. <sighs> you got a problem? And he's like, hey, I'm just calling to see how you're doing. By the way, if you're wondering how I'm doing, how about you just call me? Right. <laughs> My number hasn't changed since we were married. <laughs> so then he goes home the next day and checks his messages. After ignoring one from Miguel about David's birthday party, he gets one from Father Divine at his old high school. We see him go to the school where they offer him a coaching position for the basketball team where he was the star player from 1993 to 1995. And it's been some, this this movie takes place in like 2019, 2020. So it's been 25 years or so since. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. <laughs> and he hasn't played or had anything to do with basketball since high school. So he's, so he's like, a perfect person um, to coach basketball. Yeah, I was good decades ago. <laughs> Hopefully there's a lot of muscle memory. Perhaps. He's like, I don't think this is good, a good idea. And the Father Divine is like, just sleep on it and let me know in the morning. And he goes home and drinks a lot. <laughs> when I was watching it again to do my notes, I mean, it's like 24 beers or some so shit in this man's I brain. have a question. <laughs> okay. So he, as he drinks, he keeps calling the father. 
And, and I'm like, as are he those gets, real calls? Did he actually call him? That's my question. Like that's my question. Because <laughs> so all night long, we see him drink and we see him leave a message about how he's not interested. And then he drinks and then he leaves another message. And they get more slurred, more drunk, more, t- you know, whatever, incoherent as the night goes on. And then we see him there ex- taking the job. Mm-hmm. So do we think that he may... That he made left those messages, or do we think that he was just practicing how to turn him down and then got so drunk that it sounds like he's leaving these messages? <laughs> I thought he was practicing, but it had, had to be because if you're Father Flanagan, was it Flynn? Flynn? Divine, divine, whatever. <laughs> Father Flynn, if you're not gonna give that dude who was like, you're not I giving that cut, mm. your, cut your fucking teeth. <laughs> You're not giving that guy the job after he fucking left you 76 messages. Half of them are drunk ramblings you can't even understand. That guy's not getting the job. Well, they have to know he's an alcoholic. They have to know, I mean, they have to know all about his personal life, which we really don't know about yet. That was a really good impression, by the way. <laughs> Your Ben Affleck like is on point. Uh, yeah. I haven't even had anything to drink today, which he didn't either. He got out of rehab the day they started shooting this movie. In real life. Yes. Yeah. How's your Matt Damon impression? Let me see that. One. I don't have one. You don't have one. It's mm. been a long time since I watched a Matt Damon movie because I'm one of the people that likes You're ben Affleck, Affleck better as an actor. Matt Damon's fine, but I don't. I just don't like him as oh, much. Wow, you need to watch. I like the Bourne movies, at least the first. Have couple. you seen Goodwill Hunting? Well, I guess that doesn't count because they're. Did you see yeah, The Martian? Because that's no, I didn't see The Martian. The Martian is great. But Another really movie that you might Damon like that he's Affleck. in that's really weird is Downsizing. <laughs> No, you need to watch The Martian. That's a great movie. It is a good movie. I haven't seen it. It has Jessica Chastain in it. Mark Watney, space pirate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he terraformed Mars. So then we see that he does accept a job. And I wrote, do we think he made those calls for real? <laughs> We're all going to agree that he did not. <laughs> or had a way to delete them as he was making them. The assistant coach, Dan, tells him that they only have 10 players, four of which were brought up from JV because they don't have enough players. He talks to, he kind of gives the rundown of the six that were actually varsity players. And then um, he talks to Marcus, who's the tallest player on the team at six foot three, about how come you're the tallest player on this team and you're always going for three-point shots instead of protecting the net from, you know, defensively. And he's like, because I'm, I'm so good at it. I made the most last year. And, of course, Dan is a math teacher, so he's kept track of all this shit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he did make the most, but it was still only 26% of his attempts. Yeah, it was like, you made 38. And he's like, oh, how many did he shoot? Like 120. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. And it turns out Kenny makes 41% of his attempted three-point shots. And Brandon is their best player, but he's too quiet. So... Then he gets the keys to the office. He's ready to coach, except he needs to dress like a coach, and he has to go hunting through boxes to find a coat and tie because this is—he's a construction worker. This is not a thing Are you that he talk about his suit? is needed. What about a suit? It's mm-hmm. dog shit. <laughs> John mentioned to me while we were watching this that he appreciated the fact that his suit didn't fit. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. right. why would he have a well-fitting because suit? Because he had. Because it <laughs> gives the impression that he's been drinking a lot, so he put on weight, so his suit definitely does not fit him. He's not closing and that his suit. His tie looks too short. Like it's just because his neck is thicker. But yeah. most tie ties aren't one of those where you get bigger ties as you get bigger. Ties are only a few sizes, and the tie would fit. You learn how to adjust. You just it. have to adjust. He on. just made it look short to make it look like the suit didn't fit. That tie mm-hmm. would fit him perfectly. <laughs> the shirt was a little bit too tight, and the jacket didn't fit him. 
But yeah, when he was a skinnier man, that suit probably would have fit him nicely. Yeah, it's just one of those details. He'd have been a lady killer. <laughs> some ladies like a dad bod. That's true. Yeah, snuggling with, with someone with a little bit of extra cushion is more comfortable, they say. That is true. When mm-hmm. they're hard like a rock, it is you an You don't got bones pillow. jutting into y'all. <laughs> It's like you're pretty to look at, but can you put on, have a cookie? <laughs> he does ask Dan how come Dan didn't step into the coach role. And Dan says because he takes care of his mom in the evenings. And so he couldn't commit to being at every practice and every game because his mom has MS. He's like, it's not a big deal. It's just my life, you know? Like, yeah. we deal with what we, you know, <laughs> what we got to deal with. But he didn't want to. Uh, commit to that so he he's happy being the assistant so then they go to their first game they lose 31 to 67 i was like that's really low scores (laughs) this reminded me of team wolf we lost 71 12 i don't know what i'm doing out there (laughs) but he does get those first game nerves out of the way he meets the team chaplain and the the dude's like are you nervous he's like i am nervous as shit like the team chaplain. <laughs> uh, afterward, he goes to the bar and gets drunk and gets brought home by his friend Doc. The next morning, he has a beer in the shower, fills his coffee cup with liquor, and goes to work. Like you do. <laughs> yeah. They lose another game, and he gets another message from Miguel about David's birthday party. He also has a message from Angela, who wants to meet him for lunch the next day. He goes to lunch, and they talk a little bit about his coaching. He's enjoying it, but he would be having more fun if they ever won a game. But it keeps him occupied, keeps his mind off other things. And she's glad because she wants him to move on with his life. And then he learns that she's been seeing someone. And he's so shocked. And she's like, dude, we've been separated for over a year. (laughs) So I have a boyfriend. I Um, wouldn't be okay with that either. (laughs) You don't want to hear that your wife, who's supposed to love you, is dating... The uh, Mr. Zero guy. What's his name? I don't think. I think that part of it is he's so. Angry. What Ian guy? <laughs> Sheldon. I don't even know if it. Sheldon the Wonderschlag. I don't even know what's. Ravage me, Sheldon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sheldon. Sorry. I don't even know if it's so much. I don't want somebody else fucking my wife. I think it's kind of. Are you happy? Are you telling me that you are happy because I'm so miserable that I drink all the time, but you're in a place where you could date somebody? <laughs> and because, like, the implied that you're dating is that you're trying to move on with your life, you're trying to be happy. Meanwhile, he's stuck in this all consuming anger and depression from the thing that happened that they haven't gotten to in the movie yeah. yet. But, and she's moving on? Like, and how dare she? Like, it pisses him off. How dare she move on with her life? Even if she doesn't love him anymore, how dare she move on? <laughs> it kind of makes me mad, too. <laughs> I mean, different people look for different things for comfort. Just saying. Maybe yeah. she's, That's true. Maybe she just wants somebody there to talk to. That's her comfort thing. He I can't know. be there for her. Maybe well, obviously she has been talking to people, so she's not quite as angry as he <laughs> is anymore. Well, and we see that she seems to be dealing with her grief a lot better than him. But I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. I, like I don't even think it's just that I we're getting divorced and you're moving on and it's bothering me because we're not together. I think there's a lot more to that, mm-hmm. to why it bothers him than just... I don't want my wife fucking somebody else. <laughs> well, no one wants that. But the impression you get, too, is that they haven't even spoken to each other. Like for, no, like, she left and they just, he's been busy being drunk all the time. Yeah. 
Well, um, get something you're good at. Like, time has just stood still for him. He's yeah. just in this cycle where he drinks and passes out and wakes up and drinks and passes out. Um, anyways, so she's like, hey, let me know if you want to go to David's party together. And then she leaves. He goes to the bar, gets trashed, and Doc takes him home. And then we cut to them go, getting on the bus to go to a game. Jack sees Kenny talking up a girl in the stairwell. <laughs> And he's like, I'll be thinking about you while I'm playing. And he's... <laughs> oh, you, Kenny, man. And then Jack is like, hey, dude, um, don't get caught doing that. Like, this is a Catholic school. <laughs> you can't be doing that. And he's like, it what helps was, my game. What was he doing that was so wrong? He's picking up on a nice young lady. She seemed into him. He's into her. What's the problem? <laughs> they are Catholic school. You got to leave room for Jesus. <laughs> there was plenty room for the Holy Ghost there. They got <laughs> We don't know how big the Holy Ghost is. It could be a big spirit. Besides the balloon, haven't you ever seen what was that movie where they put the balloon in between them and they were dancing? It's like make make room for the Holy Ghost. I think I've seen that, but I don't know. All the teachers looking the way and the balloons are flying up between them. (laughs) (laughs) Movie is that That is familiar. (laughs) All right. Well, this game. It's a movie that they've seen, so one of you fuckers maybe watch it against (laughs) Memorial who are coached by Coach Lombardo, and they are the number one team in the state mm. for the Catholic School League. So what that what that means is they're going to play this team later in the movie and win. What? No. Have you ever seen that not happen in a movie? Okay. But they, I, call, I called that immediately, too. They set you up to not be a fan. It's like, this, this team, team is unbeatable. Like, coach. yep, they're going to get smoked later. The coach is like, oh, you got Jack Cunningham. Well, he was great once upon a time, but I'm surprised you could get him out of the bar long enough to run a practice. And, and then he's uh, Jack wishes him good luck, and he's like, I don't need luck. You need luck. <laughs> then he should have looked back and go, okay, well, then suck a bag of dicks. The whole bag. <laughs> The entire bag. It's like he goes over to Danny. He's like, that dude's an ass, isn't he? He goes, oh, yeah, big one. <laughs> all right. Said, all right, man, go fuck yourself. They lose 38 to 72. But this is where Jack starts to tell them they need to toughen up and um, starts to really upset the team chaplain with his profanity and tactics. <laughs> but this is where he starts going, come on, guys. This is ridiculous. You need, like, we got to step it up here. But he does tell them to be a little more aggressive than than uh, the chaplain is comfortable with. And they start getting fouls. <laughs> and then he's saying a lot of bad words. That's a bullshit call. God damn it. You know, just. It's a horse shit call. Because <laughs> I remember he says that in like all the Kevin Smith movies. He says, oh, it's a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> Do you think that's like his favorite swear? Probably. That's a good one. It's kind of fun. <laughs> it's up there with cockamamie. And Tally Whacker. I say the other day that you made really you made fun of me about. I don't know. I called someone jovial the other day and they're like jovial, really. He's like, yeah. Why not? I explained what it meant. I'm like, yeah, I get it, but no one uses that word. I did just now. I I was uh, I was at work and I used the word underpinnings because there was a coupon out that was only certain departments. I said, I'm sure we'll work on pajamas, but not like underpinnings. And Cheryl, who's older than I, looked at me and was like, underpinnings? And I'm like, yeah, you know, brother. She's like, oh, I know what that word is, but I can't remember the last time I heard anyone say it. So then I used it like six times that day. Just for fun. Just kept going. Underpinnings. On the bus ride back to the school, the chaplain is like, hey, Jack, you know, we're all happy to have you be the coach, but 
I was just wondering if you could be a little more mindful of your language. And and, uh, and he's like, we have a code of conduct. I'm sure, I know it's been a long time since you were a student here, but, and he's like, do you really think God gives a shit how I talk to the kids? And he's like, I think God does give a shit about the example you're setting for the kids. <laughs> I like how he's like, yes. Yes, I do think God gives a shit. Because I'm a motherfucking chaplain. <laughs> he doesn't say it that way, but... But wow. I, I do like that he actually, he's like, like he yeah. seems like a religious man. So I couldn't find the movie by Googling it, but uh, mm-hmm. I have an image here where it demonstrates where you should be dancing and how you leave room for the Holy Ghost. Oh, God. They put the balloon between their genitals. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that would keep your genitals from touching. But it would make hard to dance. It would. You that was a weird time. You leave room for the Holy Ghost. Also, it hard to are dance. you concerned that it might be mildly simulating? <laughs> <laughs> I would be concerned about the electrostatic. Electrostatic <laughs> <laughs> electricity? Because when it starts to shock you, where's it hitting you? Have you seen Dirty Dancing? <laughs> Anyways, okay. As they walk to their cars, Dan is like, hey... Also, because he uh, was in the front of the bus, too, yeah. so he knows. Also, I had to go in the office earlier, and I saw some empty beer cans in there. And Jack's like, what were you doing in the office? He's like, well, one of the kids lost a contact. <laughs> I don't know why that would, whatever. And uh, he's like, Jack's like, well, a friend of mine came by and wanted to talk about the team, and we hung out and just had a couple beers. And he's like, just don't let it happen again. Dude, this is a was school. it Rudy? Yeah, this is a school. Was it Rudy? I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. It might have been. Because I look here and it says Holy Cross. I'm like, well, that was definitely. Oh. It might have been Rudy. Was there That's a dancing? A... Probably. Yeah. It's like we need to watch. Rudy? No, no, I was going to say Thor Ragnarok, but yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I thought we were watching Gremlins. We are watching Gremlins. And Monster Squad. And Monster Squad. It's only My three goodness. o'clock. Plenty of time. Goodness gracious. All right. Oh, uh, he's. <laughs> He's like, this is still a school, and you can't have alcohol on school premises, even if you are just hanging out. Don't let this happen again. Um, so Jack drives to the bar, but then he doesn't end up going inside. He just goes home. Drinks at home that night. And then or we maybe s- doesn't drink at all. Maybe. We don't know. I'm sure he drinks. He drinks. <laughs> but maybe he doesn't get trashed the way that he normally does. Probably, I don't know. Probably does. We don't he know. probably drinks enough to get all four of the people at this table trashed, <laughs> but not Which enough to much. get him trashed. Ugh. Then we see him start to really coach the team. He kicks Marcus off the team for being late and disrespectful. They win their first game, 57 to 55. But Jack still does curse a lot at the game. <laughs> Jack sees Brandon, their best player, walking home and gives him a ride. We learn that Brandon's mom died three years ago and his dad is home with his little brothers. And uh, Jack's like, hey, you know, you're the best player on the team. And I want you to take some risks. You should have taken that shot at the end of the game. He's like, also, I know that you get upset. You see things. School ties. It was school ties. Thank you. He's like, I know you understand the game in a way that the rest of the players don't. I know you see when they're making mistakes. But you're not saying anything and you should say something. You understand the game and they don't. So you should teach them and work with them and be more of a leader. And he's like, well, I'm not the team captain. He's like, well, if you were, would you talk to them? Would you, would you do it? You know what school class? Matt Damon. And Ben Affleck. <laughs> At the next practice, that Jack the shit out of me. is on a mission Apparently. to get Brandon to be louder. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like that scene in the gym. 
And he's like, look, the team needs to hear you at the game. Remember when we were playing Memorial at their stadium and it was so loud in there. We need to hear you. So he's just standing in different places around the gym. Making him yell. Making him yell. And eventually Brandon's like, fuck you. (laughs) Do you hear me now? And he's like, yes. (laughs) You know we have an honor code here. You know what else had an honor code? School ties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All so right. Matt Damon cheated on that test. Yeah. And then Marcus. We should watch that. Oh my goodness <laughs> gracious! I'm gonna go home, and y'all can stay and watch very Then I want to watch a bunch of Brendan Fraser movies. <laughs> you don't like Brendan Fraser? I said, then I, I want to like watch, just want to watch a bunch of Brendan uh, Fraser. You want to watch Encino Man? No, I do not. <laughs> you want to watch the juice? <laughs> you want to watch uh, what was the movie with? Metalheads or something? Uh, Airheads. Airheads. Yeah. With Steve Buscemi yeah. and Adam Sandler. Or how about we just do a whole Brendan Fraser goes to school and we can do with honors. A double feature. Ooh, with Joe Pesci. Mm-hmm. The and, great Joe Pesci. And McDreamy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Marcus comes to his house to try and get back on the team. He's like, dude, my mom works till seven. She doesn't want me coming home too early. She wants me to be on the team so that I don't get in any trouble. And he's like, well, I can try to talk to the fathers about getting you in some tutoring or a club or something and Marcus is like shit I'm gonna have to tell him the truth <laughs> and he's like my mom didn't send me here I'm here because I want to play I missed the game I missed the team I want to be on the team and uh nope and Jack gives him another chance well, of course he, he did no. yeah first he says no of course he did because it's a movie um, but one of his biggest problems with that kid's ego was so big, and he, he made the kid humble himself, so he would let him back on the team. And then at the next practice, he's like, all right, guys, Marcus is back, but I can tell none of y'all are thrilled about that, so you're going to have to earn it, Marcus. <laughs> and he's like, also, Brandon's going to be the new team captain. But And the team seems happy about that. Brandon seems surprised, but then we see him get Kenny to the bus when he's talking up another girl, <laughs> not the same girl. <laughs> There are many Kenny ladies. In fact, there are tri ladies. Again, I don't see a problem with this. He's tri ladies. I mean, he's not married to any of these girls. As far as we know, he's not even committed to any of these girls. John has a problem. Mm-hmm. With what happens? With- Get out of the trash. He's like, well, I wasn't doing anything. Eating fucking trash. Both these dogs. I know. Get out of the trash. trash. Tony, damn it. We see a bit of a montage of the team working out and learning how to play to their strengths and winning some games. And Jack's still struggling not to cuss at games. Well, it's hard not to cuss. <laughs> I struggle with that every day. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is not to cuss at work? Fuck no. You got to cut in my fucking office. Oh, some days. Very hard. Some days it's real hard. You work in a school. You can't. I know. Some days I <laughs> shut my classroom door. <laughs> Dude, in the Jazz Triangle game, when the, the students all aren't in there. Like <laughs> Like sailors, we are. Dude, I cuss a lot at work. It's terrible. I should not be cussing at work that much. I can't help myself. They're sentence enhancers. That's what they referred. Mr. Krabs called them that once on a SpongeBob SquarePants episode. Sentence enhancers. And it really stuck with me that they're sentence enhancers. Because that's what they are. I had a meeting before, before school that started an hour before my kids arrive at school that was only supposed to be 30 minutes and it took an hour and 20 minutes. So I'm not paying attention to your fucking meeting anymore. And like the door's shut and my TAs are arriving and I'm like, I don't know what's going on with this fucking meeting. Why is it so goddamn long? Good it's still happening. It's still, we gotta go get the kids. It's still happening. <laughs> uh, anyways, 
that's what happens behind the closed doors when the kids aren't there. There's other kids in the hallway, but I have discovered when my door's shut, you can't really hear unless I was yelling. <laughs> she did an experiment. She's like, I need you to come in here. <laughs> well, usually schools are made of brick and concrete, so there's not a lot of uh, sound going on. Wait, if a hurricane comes through, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, we get our uh, our montage. We see that he's even writing up plays at work. Yeah, first my clothes catch on fire. Oh, that was Teen Wolf. Never mind. He's making them run then in the outdoor stadium. Stop talking about Teen Wolf. It's a great movie. Well, we no, may end not. up doing it, so just save it for that episode. <laughs> it's I've not. never seen it. <laughs> I mean, he does get down in, in a dressing room, but that was mostly her idea. As dressed right. as a Confederate soldier. He's, he has them running. <laughs> probably won't play it anymore. Yeah, it's probably been banned. <laughs> yeah, they don't do that play anymore. You're not going to be able to pick the movie if you all don't stop talking about it. <laughs> Spoilers, just basketball. I'm just saying. <laughs> Spoilers, basketball and Team Wolves. What's the run? And the side plot of final play. It's dumb. Now, you know what? I'm doing it next. And someone pees their pants. Spoilers, I won't tell you who. Elaine. He has them running and running in the outdoor stadium, and they're like, how, where are we at? And he's like, oh, it's only the second quarter. you got to keep going. They're like running the entire stadium, up the stairs, down the stairs, all over, all around. For the whole length of the game. At one point, they're like, how far is he? He's like, oh, we just went into overtime. (laughs) Wee Willie Winky runs through the town, upstairs, downstairs, in his nightgown, Crying at the windows, or no, rapping at the windows, crying at the lock. Are your babies in the bed? In the Who bed gives a fuck? It's now what? I don't know. Sorry, just popped in my head. I had to. Had to. All right. It, it meant absolutely nothing to me. It's a poem. It's a poem. <laughs> From what? I can't remember. It's a nursery rhyme. I think it's one of the Mother Goose's nursery nursery rhymes. It's Mother not Goose. One that I'm familiar with. <laughs> All right. But basically his strategy is they're going to pay attention to all the small details and they're going to be in such good shape that they don't get tired because they don't have enough players to take breaks anyway. Yeah. And so That would make you have a big disadvantage, I think. So as long as they well, got hurt, the game's over. Are yeah, right? and super we're done. fit and they're catching small things, then they'll playing to their strengths and taking advantage of it everything. Says little things add up. Yes. The little mistakes will add up. So they're going to play like they have a chip on their shoulder. Another team, all another team have to do is hurt one of them, and you win. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you get fouled or kicked out of the game, but so what, you win. <laughs> what are you going to do? We're going to kneecap that motherfucker yeah. right it's there. It's a Scottish nursery rhyme. Mm. We see Jack and Kenny from the stairwell again, where he's talking to a different girl before a game. Hello. And then they win. At some point. Uh, so what I'm guessing is every time he talks to a girl, they win a game. Ooh, yeah. That's what he claimed in the beginning, that it helps his game. But they were still losing then, so I don't know if it really but, does or not. So it was maybe he's got to be the right girl. That right, that first girl was wrong for him. <laughs> That's why he was like, you're not the right girl for me. i got to find another girl. i got to find the one. Because after this one, he doesn't. you don't see him do it again. Mm-hmm. You don't see him do it again. Well, he had all picked, three this of was, those ladies seem to have, have be, to be done with him. This is this was the love of his life. <laughs> but they, went off. none of them would listen you would be like, I'm sorry, I had a bunch of bad ones, you're the one for me. But no, no, the other two girls got in her ear. Mm-hmm. And they all lost in love. At some point, they gather. Suicides. John said this makes together. me think of John Tucker must die. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't seen either. It but. does. It was, well, John Tucker was dating them all at the same time. Yes. Well, There's no implication that this guy's dating all three of these girls at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just that he's dated the three of them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, the three ladies uh, get to decide when he's allowed to stop running drills. Suicides. And, uh, and things are going very well with the team and with Jack, it seems. Yeah, this, oh, otherwise, yeah, that teacher's fired, by the way, for making him do all kinds of 
cruel and unusual punishment because then he could get injured and there's it's all a kinds Catholic of liabilities. School, it's different. Yeah, there's liabilities. <laughs> to that. Also, I mean, they all have to do those suicides. He's just doing more, but he's been running these guys like super ragged for weeks. So I don't know if it's really much different. <laughs> That's another one of those movie tropes where like we're gonna make them work super hard so they're really tired and yes, but now they're not gonna play well because their bodies are broken down. Mm -hmm. I know they're teenagers and like made out of bubble gum, but still. <laughs> Did you see Mean Girls? Mean Girls, Mean no. Girls. No. no. Okay. Well, that's what that's. Are you gonna pick it for the podcast? I might, but that's one of the things they they do this fucked up thing. And Tim Meadows, the principal or whatever, is like, I will keep you all night. And she goes, We can only keep them till five. He goes, I will keep you till five. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So he meets up with Angela and goes to David's birthday party, and he talks to Miguel about how David is doing. And this is when we learn that Jack and Angela had a son named Michael who died of cancer, mm. and they know Miguel and his wife because their son David was in the cancer ward with Michael. David is in remission for now and seems to be doing well. After the party, Jack takes Angela home. They visit Michael's grave, and then he takes her home, and they talk about how they know that people invite them to stuff like this because they don't want them to feel yeah like outcasts but they also have a really hard time with stuff like this because yeah, that's a tough one it's like i wouldn't go how come my kid had to die <laughs> and uh you gotta so think. it's real rough and it makes them feel like shitty people because they're like how come you get to have your kid and i don't get to have mine well that's hard too because so our kids are in the cancer ward and we're supporting each other and we're like literally these are our only friends because they're the only people that understand what they're we're going through mm -hmm. and then our kid dies and their kid gets better. It's like, yeah. How do you? And then you have no one navigate that. Yeah. How do you? Then you have no one because Unless I can't you can join a grief support group for other people, which is probably what she did. He I mean, just got. They don't talk about it, but the kid, other kid would probably have survivor's guilt because well, his friend died. Well, their kid doesn't make it. Depends well, on how, dude. Because we know that Michael died a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um. So. And this kid, it takes him a minute to remember. They said this, these are Michael's parents, so he had to remember. Yeah. How many kids are these? Never mind. Yeah. I'm gonna, I don't want to think about that. Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. I don't want to think about next that. Next scene. Next scene. Um, they talk in the car. <laughs> I'm always angry. He's the Incredible Hulk. Um, yeah. And uh, Jack lashes out a bit at Angela because she doesn't seem as angry as him. Or like she's suffering as much as him because she's trying to move on. And then Jack's family comes to visit him at his house, and they go and watch a game. And it turns out his nephew is very into following the team. He's checking the stats. He's, he knows they need to win this game. They want to get in the playoffs because their only other chance is against Memorial, and that's not going to happen. You can't be Memorial. They're immortal. So uh, this kid is really into it, and Jack seems to like that. Um, the team is nervous, though, and fucks this game up. <laughs> Jack gets real pissed about a call at the end of the game and gets kicked out. <laughs> well, he pushes another ref and starts screaming in his face and they kick him out. Yeah. Was it his friend, the ref, or the other guy? I can't remember. I think it might have been Sal. I think it was I his buddy. It was his buddy, yeah. But still. He's like, you don't make that call at the end the of the game. And yeah, there. Yeah. Because he calls a foul at the last second. And, and it's yeah. like, dude, the game's over. What the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. He's just trying to be impartial because he's his friend. Yeah. Um, when he's driving Brandon home that night, he's like, dude, I'm sorry I lost my temper. I should not have done that. And, uh, and then Brandon's like, you know, my dad talked to me about you, and he told me that you got a full ride to Kansas, and you just 
dropped it, and he never played basketball again. Well, he went right. to go be with Scar. Oh, no, sorry, that was your movie. Like, you <laughs> could have you could have maybe been a pro baller, and you just left, and that was it. Nobody ever heard from you again? Like, what's up with that? And uh, Jack is like, um, basically, the only reason my dad ever liked me is because I was good at basketball, and I decided that I was tired of doing that just to, to try to get his approval, so I quit playing. And I did a lot of things to try to, I hurt myself a lot in an attempt to hurt my dad over the years, and I have a lot of regrets. And then later Jack goes to talk to Brandon's dad at his job, because he knows who Brandon's dad is, because he was a good basketball player too from around there. So he, like, the first day when he was introduced to the team, he heard Brandon's last name. He was like, oh, is he related to so-and-so? That's his dad. So he's, he knows who Brandon's dad is. And he goes to talk to him, and he's like, hey, yeah, I wanted to know if you've been looking at the recruitment letters. Brandon's getting some scholarship offers. And his dad is like, nope, I don't know about any of it. I don't care about any of it. I don't want my kid to play basketball. <laughs> and he's like, but he's been offered full rides. Full rides. And he's like, if anybody knows that you can't put your faith in the basketball because you'd just be let down. It's you and me, basically. This is <laughs> The dad's like, no, I want him to get a real job. And he's like, but he could get a full ride and get a real education. And he's like, you and I both know that those kids don't get an education. <laughs> he's not wrong. But he's it's like, like, I made that mistake, and I'm not going to let my kid make Well, because a lot of these, these student-athletes yeah, go to these schools that don't know how to do anything. Because, oh, no, all you have to do is play basketball. And then all of a sudden, you don't make it, or you get hurt, or whatever. And you have no life because your entire life was basketball. I know, and but I the upper grand and sad limps, and I wonder if it's he probably a got hurt. injury. Yeah. He probably got hurt, and they were like, all right, yeah, and you're And then they take it right away. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, some of these kids, they do go to college, and they do get a good job after that. Some like, of them do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, they end up on the, you know, they get recruited by companies to be on the corporate basketball team. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Or is that a movie thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know they have corporate seems, softball leagues. It seems like a, a a TV and movie thing more than a real. Like, you know, a job who, a, a guy who's got a job making boats. <laughs> well, that's a real thing. Skulls. All wood skulls, which nobody even uses because the fiberglass ones are what a professional sculler would use. Mm -hmm. No, he makes wooden skulls like the ones with the face without skin. No, no, S-C-U-L-L-S. No, no, I was talking about S-K-U-L-L. Okay. S-K-O-O-L? School. School. Your school is so different. I make schools. So he basically wants Brandon's dad to recognize that Brandon loves basketball and he's going to play whether you like it or not. And... It'd be cool if he came to a game. And maybe he should take one of these scholarships and take a chance. But Maybe give this character an arc. <laughs> nah. So There's only one character in this movie. It's time for them to play Memorial again, and this is their last chance to make it to the playoffs. It does not start well, but they get it together, and they win at the last second, 69 to 68. Oh, my God. <laughs> amazing. It is amazing. No, it's not. It's what happens in every fucking sports movie ever. <laughs> it would have been interesting if they didn't win. I'm like, wow, nice twist. But it's still nice to see. <laughs> it is nice to see. It's, it's that dream. It's a sports movie. That's what happens. Uh-huh. I like sports movies when the, the team wins. Like, best of the best. I love that movie. Why? Because the movie's the about the, the Americans the entire time. They look at the Americans. Look at the Americans train. The Americans are great. And then they lose. It's like, wow, didn't see that shit coming. This was in the 80s when America was everything. 
That's, That's what makes that movie fucking genius, and it's got James Earl Jones. <laughs> They're just doing Rocky. No, Rocky wins. Not the first one. <laughs> Not the first one, exactly. Why is Rocky so beloved? That's Why? Right. Rocky wins. <laughs> Rocky wins. Rocky always wins. Not the first one. He oh, lost. Oh, man. I know. We did it on the podcast. That's where we learned if she's into it, it's all it's right. All right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> when it starts out seeming real questionable. <laughs> she's into it. Anyways. It may be the next morning, but very soon after this game, he wakes up to a call from Angela because Miguel called her. David is in the hospital. He got a fever at school and then started seizing, and uh, he gets to the hospital, and they watch as Miguel and his wife find out that David's cancer is back. Mm. And Jack can't handle it. He can't be there. He's like, I gotta go. I wouldn't be able to handle this either. I mean, she's a better woman than I am. <laughs> I would not. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm not going back to that. I don't know if I would track. have been able to go to the hospital. Yeah. Like, I'm not call going to the me hospital. and let me know, but I don't want to be there and watch it. I don't want to see all those kids. And I wanna... I'm not going yeah. to the hospital and, and looking at these sick kids that reminds me of the fact that my kid died. No. Yeah. goes full no. big woman. No. I am I'm out. Too. I'm not. I'm not going there. Now, like I could see if John they... and Carly can go. We're gonna get go get drunk. <laughs> I don't know if I would have gone. I no, might have. I might have said, let's go to the diner across the street mm-hmm. and Ooh, have breakfast and then have them call us when they have news. But I don't know if I want to go in there. I, I really like, like diners. Like, that's traumatizing, basically. No. <laughs> diners, though. Hey, Guy Fieri's a cool dude. Guy Fieri? He's a really nice dude. Who was who, were yeah. you just you hung out with him? Or you just... People were like, why, does, why do people hate him? He just well, was likes a comedian. food. <laughs> Because like, he's why got does frost- give him such a hard time? Because he, he has frosted is- tips, and it's not 1980 or 92 anymore. <laughs> yeah, whoever had frosted tips. <laughs> it's not the 90s. It's time to let go. Tell Actually, <laughs> nobody, okay, nobody I know. Chime in here. So I was watching a YouTube channel of a uh, celebrity hairstylist. I know, Vic's laughing. And he was... He was so they were talking about 90s hair trends. Should they come back or shouldn't they do them? And one of them was Frosted Tips. And he said, let's be serious. Frosted Tips was just highlights. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh. Yeah, it's just highlights. We still get them. Everybody still got them. They just blend them better now. Sure. So he goes straight to the bar, gets falling down, trashed, and Doc takes him home. And Doc apparently used to do this with his dad, too. Doc's a stand-up guy. <laughs> Doc is what? The sober dude at the bar that just makes sure everybody gets home? I guess so. He might be. I wish we... No, Doc I, might have I lost really, somebody to uh, drunk driving. And I really like, want to know more about Doc. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I kind of... Doc do might have decided, you know what? My life's purpose okay. is to make sure people don't die. Mm-hmm. But there's this, no way he wasn't bar going to get trashed and, after... Yeah. At, you know. He wakes up the next morning, realizes he's late for practice, runs to his truck, and drives to practice. But he doesn't, like, shower or anything first. And he's just sweating out all that alcohol and stinking. Smelling good. Stank. So he's still out of breath when he gets to the practice. Sometimes Saturday and Sunday when you go to open mat at jiu-jitsu, the dudes are, are all hungover. And that is a stank. Remember like, when we used to go, go to API? It was yeah. the same thing. Oh, and Jeremy would be like, oh. <laughs> like, he just wafts off you. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. It's a bad. So he tries to claim that there was a power outage in his neighborhood and he overslept, but everyone knows that that's not true. No. <laughs> Do you think they Even know? the kids know. They smell it. Do they know that his 
kid died though like no. do they know he he tells people he he never had any kids he he pretends okay. like this kid That's never right. existed yeah because you don't want to like talk about somebody it. might know i but... feel like the father has to know or you think dan would know like do you think like his i don't like, think dan, dan knows, knows? No? i just maybe curious. father divine knows but i don't think dan knows <laughs> and father divine would probably know because of like he yeah and his sister went to the school you know like like, I just wonder, do you think they know about his son? But I guess... I don't think Dan does. But, uh, I mean, it's possible, but I don't think he does. <laughs> so, later on in the office, we see him add liquor to his empty coffee cup and drink some more. The assistant coach, Dan, comes by with Father Divine, who hired him, and is now here to fire him. And, uh... He's uh, he's like, why? And he's like, well, it's come to my attention that you brought alcohol around the players. And Jack looks at Dan and is like, why couldn't you just talk to me about this? He's like, I did. I talked to you about it, and then you did it again and lied. You lied to me this morning when you said there was a power outage. You were drunk, and we all knew it. I mean, he's <laughs> like, oh, horseshit. Horseshit. <laughs> and... Uh, he asked them not to do Lando this. Lando was a black guy. He was allowed to drive the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Bunch of horse shit. He's like, we just made it to the playoffs. Let's just finish out the season. I had a bad night, but I'll get, I'll, I got it under control. It's all fine. It will never happen again. And they're like, nah, dude. Look <laughs> how Rissian's a positive role model. We cannot do this. Realm of science fiction fans. So he rants a little bit about how he they called him and asked him to do this. He's just trying to help the kids, and look what happened now. Fine, he can't get the key off. He just throws it and walks out. Then he goes back to the bar. Yeah. And he's there for the rest of the day. Here's a list of movies in which Ben Affleck says horseshit. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Oh, my God. I'm totally into this list. There's only two on the list. I can't. What? Right. No. It has Chasing Amy and this. I'm like, no way. No. <laughs> There's no way. He's got to say it in Google Hunting. That's not a list. I don't think he says it in Armageddon. I don't know. I can see it, though. I Maybe. can see him saying that, but I don't know. Um, a woman keeps sending him shots and wants to talk to him. They end up leaving together and heading to her house. He should not be driving. No, he Here's an article. Ben shit. Affleck is full of shit. <laughs> He's very drunk driving his truck. So right out front of her house, he hits the neighbor's boat that's attached to his truck, and the alarm starts going off. Diane realizes that this is right out front of her house. (laughs) And it was like, oh, shit, you're going to have to go around back. My house is the third one on the right. No, horseshit. I'll meet you there. This (laughs) scene I didn't want to watch. Because I knew he was gonna go. I thought they were gonna get in a crash and like die or something. <laughs> I I also I thought they was waiting for it. I, was like, I thought they were gonna get in a crash and he was gonna get arrested. But then when you see him sneak into the house, then I knew it was the wrong house, and I was like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> Triggered Elaine's uh, anxiety. Yes. Yeah. He goes around back. He goes in the door. He's like, Hey, did you forget to pay your electricity bill? What's going on? How come there's no lights on? He gets a beer out of the fridge. He's like, I oh. think we're safe. Your neighbor's going to be real shocked in the morning when he comes outside. He starts peeing in the bathroom. And uh, welcome back oh. to the podcast, Pete. Yeah. And then a man comes out of the bedroom with a bat. <laughs> and it's like, hey, my wife is calling the cops. What the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, is Diane your wife? 
who's Diane? Oh, I'm in the wrong house. <laughs> he tries to leave, and the guy's like, you ain't going nowhere, bud. Oblige him. If someone broke into your house who was obviously drunk peeing in your bathroom and then was just like, ooh, I'm in the wrong house drunk, would you let them leave, or would you hold them till the cops get there? John, go. No. Tony, go. No, he's not going nowhere. Well, John would have pulled the gun, not a bat, so let's I'm going to zip real. tie that dude to the couch. Yeah. <laughs> like, he wouldn't let me leave. He's drunk. He's not safe. The guy's like, nah, you're not going anywhere. He kill somebody on the way home. Yeah. You know. Jack runs for the door. They have a little scuffle. And Jack ends up falling down the front steps and the hill and uh, landed in the street unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> he wakes up in the hospital and his sister is like, hey, did they tell you that they found you in the street after you broke into somebody's house? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's holes in my shield. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So his sister's like, look. Doesn't smell over here. You're going to. your dog. You're going to die if you keep going like this. Or you're going to kill somebody else. Like, this is this is not good. And yeah. I'm going to get you some help. I should have done this a long time ago. And she You actually did, should be going to jail for drunk driving, leaving the scene of a crime. Yeah. Uh, entering a home. There's a whole shit you should be going to. Yeah. <laughs> There's a list. Yeah. And uh, he goes to rehab. The team learns that he's no longer their coach, and Dan is going to step up for the playoffs and be the interim coach. Um, Jack is now in regular therapy and has family sessions. They talk about um, how he has isolated himself from his family, how he never talks about Michael, and he's like, what do people want me to talk about? How horrible it was? <laughs> Welcome back to Nobody the podcast. Nobody wants to hear that. Child named Michael. Face off. <laughs> He's like, do people want to hear about how he screamed when he had seizures? Do they want to hear about the 30 rounds of radiation? No, nobody wants to hear about all this. He's not wrong. Um, so he, but you see him talking it out in therapy and he seems to be doing pretty well. Angela comes and he apologizes for failing her and their marriage and his family visits regularly. It seems like it's going all right. He calls Dan and when the team is on the bus to go to the playoff game and he, I don't, they don't really show us what they talk about. He just calls them like, hey, I'm thinking about y'all. I'm doing all right. You know, I hope you guys win, whatever. He maybe gave him some pointers. I don't know. <laughs> he maybe just said, tell him I'm, I wish him luck. Yeah. And then. No, he said, tell him I said hello. <laughs> like threatening, like, hello. <laughs> and then at the game. They do their prayer, and then the players are like, let's win this fucking game for Coach Cunningham. <laughs> Dan's which, like, I'll talk to him. <laughs> but which was players, on my list for favorite line. <laughs> the players have decided that they're going to play as if Jack was there, and Brandon is going to lead them and push them the way that Jack did. And we see that Brandon's dad and his brothers have come to this game, and it... We get hear some commentary. It seems like the team maybe wins, and we see Jack go and play basketball for the first time since high school at the rehab center. The end. <laughs> there's no post credit scene. No post credit flatulence. Despite the dog over here trying, there is no flatulence scene. <laughs> there is a during podcast flatulence. <laughs> Sorry. All right, what do you think, Elaine? Oh, damn, I thought oh, I get to go, go first. first. <laughs> I always go first. Well, you can go second. Guess no, I, I want to go last now. I might get to steal your favorite line. <gasps> you better not steal my fucking line. Did do you write you, it down? I did. Do you remember okay. what it was? Yes. Okay. Um, my favorite character is Jack. 
My least favorite character is Coach Lombardo. Mm-hmm. That's the coach of the Memorial, Memorial who is a real douche canoe. Douche canoe. Um, my favorite scene is when they're playing the game that makes the playoffs. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is Doc, the gentleman that helps him <laughs> home from the bar. I want to hear more about Doc. Doc seems like That's a stand-up dude. Yeah. Blaine wants to watch the um, Doc movie. <laughs> And my favorite line is, I don't care if we lose every fucking game this year, I won't coach a team that has been out-toughed. <laughs> Which is a good line. I love yeah. it. Um, yeah. It's a damn good line. This is kind of a good movie and kind of a, I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, it, Let me get that for you. You have the one you're missing. There you go. I feel like it. it's yeah, a good movie, face. but I was like, I kind of wanted... The boys to cure his alcoholism. <laughs> like I thought the I thought the movie I was watching was a movie about a an alcoholic who quits drinking because these kids impact his life so much that he becomes a better person. That would be on the which, Disney Channel. <laughs> which it is, but not. No. But like when he got drunk again and then goes to rehab and misses out, like the. Like, I was sad because I wanted him to just become a coach and a better person and not have to go to rehab and not have to become this piece of shit again in two-thirds of the way through the movie. So it wasn't quite the movie I thought I was watching. So I was kind of like, well, that's a bummer because I kind of wanted... I just wanted the alter... didn't do the movie the way she would have done it. Oh, I just wanted the alter happy ending. Or the ending. (laughs) Like... Sometimes, like, I mean, I love that's you, why... I love you, dream woman. But it's why I read romance novels, because I just want the happy ending at the end. And you did, you get a... Let's do the Thelma Louise ...positive yeah. ending. And he has... Like, like just movie keep going. Ended after that game with Memorial, when it freeze-framed on Yeah, like, I was like, yeah. I actually watched but, it as well the other day. So I was kind of disappointed, but it's a good... Yeah, I mean, if Not you great, like... It, sorry. If you like character studies, then this is a good movie. If you don't want to watch a movie about that, then don't watch it. So I'm going to give it a Maybe. All that for a Maybe? I had mixed emotions. (laughs) It's a Maybe. All right, John. I'm sorry if I talked about the movie. (laughs) We're talking about movies? Yes. It's your turn. (laughs) Oh, shit. Your thoughts, sir, gentlemen, gentleman John? My favorite character is Jack. Yeah. Clearly. Interesting. Yeah. Could have been one of the kids. My least favorite character is uh, the coach of the asshole team. Coach Lombardo. Because there's really no bad characters in this, no. so it's kind of like, uh, you got to find someone who's kind of a douche. He's the only real douche in the entire school. school I don't know movie. that Miguel dude's kind of a douchebag, too. Stop calling me. Your kid lived and my kid died. <laughs> We're not friends. No, that, Miguel's just well, looking for someone to lean guy, on. I, I know. He's, I'm just saying. He's looking for like some he, help. He's, he's having a hard time. I <laughs> We're not friends. About you. <laughs> My kid died. Your kid lived and my kid died. I'm sorry. Miguel's a, it's a top I, shelf fella. No, no, you're okay. done. Stop talking. <laughs> sorry. My favorite... Um, scene. Ob- okay, my I'm favorite object. scene is the end where he's out at the rehab center playing basketball. Okay. Because that's actual redemption. Um, my favorite... S- what, object? Uh-huh. There really isn't any cool objects in this. I feel whatsoever. you. Whatsoever. So I'm going to go with... Uh, Doc was a good pick. <laughs> that Doc was a good pick. I'm going to go with the beer cans mm-hmm. where he puts the uh, beer in the coffee cup. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with that. Okay. Because, sure. 
<laughs> and my favorite line is, everybody reach down in your shorts. Tell me if you find a pair. Okay. And why did he say that? Because you're playing like you're a playing like a bunch of, of pussies. pussies. <laughs> this is the game when the chaplain talks to him afterward. Because <laughs> that was, I laughed at that one. Um, and if, I don't know, this, there's a lot of movies like this. Some do it better, some do it worse. I will give it a yay because I like Ben Affleck. <laughs> I feel like the movies that are like this are usually about the kids. Yeah. But this movie's about him. Like the Mighty Ducks is a very similar thing. Or like he gets drunk and has to play hockey. <laughs> Whatever. But then it was really about the kids. This is, he gets drunk and has to teach basketball and it's still about him. Mm-hmm. Mighty Ducks would have been much better if it was all about Emilio. And it was about Emilio, but mm-hmm. like this team needed him, but these kids, you you don't get the impression that these kids needed. Yeah, him. they didn't need a role model. Yeah. He didn't become integral in their lives. No. Even Brandon, where he talked to his dad, it's not like he was like his second father or no. whatever. Yeah, Brandon not, was going to yeah. be fine not with or without bad. him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he'll be a better player now and a better leader now because of Jack. But he would have been fine. He wasn't without. like this coach that came in and. Like, it's now their surrogate dad, which sometimes they show. Yeah. All right, Tony. All right. Um, my favorite character is Dan. He's the man. <laughs> my least favorite character is Father Mark. He's just mm-hmm. annoying. Is my, that the older one or the team chaplain? The team, the chaplain. team chaplain. I actually oh. like that one. I'll talk to him. My favorite line is, uh, my father didn't like me very much. Someone told him I was good at basketball, and he paid a lot more attention to me. I realized it wasn't me that he loved, it was what I could do. So I spent a lot of time hurting myself to hurt my father. <laughs> and my favorite scene was when the uh, when he smashes into the boat, because I was like, oh, this movie's going, this movie's going somewhere now. <laughs> but it did not end up being anything. He's like, ooh, this is going to get exciting. <laughs> oh, it didn't. All right. Uh, <laughs> my favorite Trisha object is a bottle of Jack Daniels, because I'm sure there was one in one of those bars. Um, you didn't actually see it. You're just going, this one. Oh, maybe this movie. The problem with this movie is, is it's very realistic, mm-hmm. and it's too realistic. You know, you expect <laughs> there to be a little bit of something going on, like you know, like she was saying, or him. You like know, the kids need you. The kids man. need you. No, not really. You know, it, a lot of times in life, you coach a basketball team and nothing comes of it. <laughs> at the and end, you don't. At the end, you expect him to come in and coach the team. No, he doesn't. Yeah. You, you coach know. the team and they get better. That's yeah. how that's it's not how like a they coach does. Big, but... a big reef and they bring your wife back and get you back together and no. your dog comes back that's to life. That's not real. Yeah. No, nothing happens. Just, <laughs> you coach the team. <laughs> Good job, Ben. Have a beer on, have a beer on me. Oh, wait, don't have no, a beer don't. on me. No, don't. <laughs> have, have a nice um, Diet Coke. Yeah. Have a Coke and a smile. <laughs> or actually Pepsi because we don't like Coke. No. We don't like Pepsi. I watched a documentary about the Coke Company, and there's some evil motherfuckers. I mean, all, yeah, but so was Pepsi. Companies. And Pepsi. <laughs> evil I didn't Look, watch the Pepsi documentary, so they're Pepsi on my board. Pepsi tastes disgusting, though. <laughs> I, Coke is delicious. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were pointing at me as if I had a point. No. I didn't see the fist. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't really drink soda, so but, but just right now, I'm going to say fucking Pepsi. Fuck Coke. How do you like me now? I mean, go with Barks. I don't drink either one. But Barks? I do like All right, Miss Burners. And I do like a ginger ale. But that's Ooh, a nice the ginger beer. only soda that I'm going to drink. I, I used to like, love vanilla Coke. I like Sunkissed. Sunkissed? Like orange soda. I really, my favorite soda is orange soda. I like um, a diet um, root beer Shasta. 
a diet root beer shot. Yeah, I like Jasta. That's very specific. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Nobody likes Whenever someone says you want to drink, I would say yes, a diet root beer Shasta. You don't, oh, you don't have that? Then nothing. <laughs> That's my. Nobody has that. <laughs> which is why I do it. Why? Because jolt, I'm kind of an asshole. I want a jolt, jolt cola or a diet right. Have either of those? No. Then I'm a there. jolt cola would be interesting. If someone's going to bring you that, you'd be like, fuck, no, i got to drink this. Yeah. <laughs> mix it with Carly, something. what were your thoughts? All right. My favorite character, also Jack, but I also liked Dan. Because so Dan's the man. Evidently, I heard. It's the um, word on the street. My least favorite character. I also put Lombardo with a nod to the bartender because that bartender knew what he was doing. <laughs> and I know he's just doing his job, but like that night when he got him all trashed and Doc wasn't there to take him home, that, that, <laughs> yeah. It was a small bar. He knew all of his regulars. Like he, he knows he's an alcoholic. He knows yeah. him. There, there's weirdness there. That, that is like real weird real life too like what is the responsibility of the bartender to not let you leave the bar drunk but yet also get you drunk because that's what their job yeah that's it's a weird, a weird so but, there's a fine line but, but like, i felt right, like that you can night have one more and that's it i felt like that <laughs> you night have three of this there, drink there, or, or wasn't there, there for now yeah and he got behind the wheel i felt like i think the, the bartender knew what was happening there. i think the bartender's only real responsibility is not let you drive mm. and usually like, doc was drunk, there and yeah, took if you're drunk they don't let you drive so. I'm trying to think if I've ever been in a bar and seen a bartender tell somebody, hey, you can't leave or anything like that. I've, I've seen them was, cut people off. I remember there I've was some that. kind of big like, thing at the oceanfront like 20 years ago or whatever. Somebody and I've seen them drunk. say, I'll call you a cab or I'll get yeah. you, a, you know. Never seen that either. I don't go to bars a lot. But. Me neither. <laughs> that too? I've always been one of those people like, you want to spend how much for a beer? You know you can go get like a whole six pack yeah. for one beer. Yeah. And you can go home. Yeah. With my stuff. <laughs> Not a dirty-ass gross bar where I have to scream at you to hear what you're saying. And my favorite, shitty food. You also don't favorite. go to bars to pick up people anymore. Like you used to go yeah. in and pick up a nice young lady. You're like, yeah. how you doing? But you don't do that anymore. Yeah. Now it's all swiping with the swipe on the left and the right. I don't know which one's right. And which one's I don't right. even. <laughs> one of those is good and the other is bad. My favorite scene is the montage of improvement when they're running in the stadium and stuff. The outdoor stadium. And we see them winning games, and we see them getting better, and we see him improving with the alcohol problems, and you know, he seems to be getting happier. And um, and then my favorite line, I don't, I don't really have one. I mean, got there's only like pick one. five lines written in IMDb too, so it's not helpful. And mine wasn't one of them. <laughs> I'll go with. Um, when they're running and he's like, he's like, what part of the game are we in? He's like, oh, we just got to overtime. Because <laughs> that made Oh, when they're training, is like, yeah, yeah, fourth quarter, fourth quarter, you don't quit, fourth quarter, and overtime. That was fucked up. <laughs> that was mean, man. I was like, Ben, too much, bro. <laughs> and then my favorite tertiary object I picked in the house that he mistakenly entered while drunk because I don't think he broke in. The door was open. <laughs> no, no. That's still breaking in. He entered. Um, <laughs> that's, that's still breaking in. Trespass. Unless um, you're invited in, you broke in. But the when he's peeing, there's like this funny stone wall uh, like window covering thing that I enjoyed visually. Mm. But uh, Next time someone break, walks into your house with the door open and just starts peeing in your bathroom, see how you deal with it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And I, mean, I will well, I mean, also, yeah, you do. I was going to say, they're probably going to catch a batarang. Will I get a phone call? It worked. <laughs> I think it's a good movie. Now I need you to call friends. <laughs> so, anyways, 
Find us on Facebook.com slash hey. Appreciated Movie Podcast. Or you can email lovingpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd like to hear from you. Horseshit. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave us a comment. Maybe John will give you a shout out. Hey, He's trying never to know. find somebody else. <laughs> hey, friends, we, uh, we appreciate song? them all. Is it the way back into love for music and lyrics? No, that would have been funny. I didn't think about that. Just popped in my head just now. So anyway, tune in next week. On the podcast. For Elaine's movie. Wow. That was not ex- I know what you're picking, and I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not it's real good. It's 2019's Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Okay. <laughs> they all started bobbing their heads. It's I was like, I want, a, I want an underdog song. And, uh, this is a really good song. It popped up on the playlist of underdog songs. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, I should probably turn it off, huh? I guess. Or I, was, I was enjoying this song. Hi, Audra! They said Hi, that team made it to the playlist, or playoffs, for the first time in 25 years since uh-huh. Jack was on that team. So they were the underdogs. They were. <laughs> they had the worst record. They hadn't won a game in forever. They hadn't won a game since Athletic was on it. <laughs> they said. Yeah. Wow.